Welcome to a brand new episode of the Marketing Business Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Whitnish, and we're going to kick off with a strategy that's going to accelerate the ROI and the amount of business that you generate from social media. There are two containers in this strategy. One is called lifestyle-based marketing. The other is called education-based marketing. And if we rewind the clock back to 2015, my business partner at the time, Jack Murray, and I had a show on Grant Cardone TV called Aussie Closers. And we were looking for a show format that had the right balance so we could take people behind the scenes of what actually goes on in our company, in our businesses. We had offices on Little Collins Street. There was a lot going on. We were traveling. We are going to Europe. We are going to the States. We went over to Indonesia. How do we showcase that so people feel like they build a connection with us, the human beings, and then using the educational component of the strategy to showcase subject matter expertise? So there's trust in capabilities and in the solutions provided. Now, it doesn't matter what industry or market you're in, if you can start introducing your culture and the people behind the business to the audience, there's a deeper connection and it has a massive influence on their buying timelines and their trust transference. People don't necessarily get a lot of joy out of interacting with brands, although there are some famous examples where, as we've spoken about, people are aspiring to transact with brands. They do like to buy and engage with people in a lot of cases. And if your business has a deeper connection with the audience and your competitors, you're simply going to get them to think of you and want to transact with you when it comes to making that purchase. And that's really important. So I want to talk about the different ways that you can capitalize on these two different forms of marketing to get the best result for your business. We'll start with lifestyle-based marketing. And the beauty of this is there's really no hard and fast rules. This is content that you create on the fly as you go about your day. So stories and lives are great examples of lifestyle-based marketing. And it could even just be as simple as sharing photos when you're out and about doing things. So education-based content is where you're talking more about specific problems, solutions, and you're adding value to that audience. The Lifestyle is where you bring them into your world. And what you might consider doing is giving team members access to your account. People that are involved and move around a lot every single day that might be client-facing, they're running departments or they're involved in a lot of meetings because they'll be able to capture those photos and those bite-sized snippets that can frequently hit the newsfeed. Now, if they're going out in stories format, Each time you post a story, you go to the front of someone's newsfeed in the story section. So if you're consistent with that throughout a day, you're going to stay visible and everyone's going to see your company and see your brand whenever they go onto a social media platform, which is really powerful in terms of brand awareness. Then if you're doing live streams, which is super powerful, again, tapping into that raw, unedited side of life that most people are heavily scripted and got all the filters going, when you just are on the fly and showing behind the scenes, it's very powerful. So just showing bite-sized parts of the day that people are comfortable in, in the live dynamics can have a massive impact on people really feeling like they're bridging a connection gap with your brand and with the people inside the business, which as I said, really influences their ability to make decisions. Now, educational Content is often curated in advance. So this, when we talk about a content creating strategy, 
and we're batching it and we're, we're putting the posts together. We're researching what to create the content around for that target market. We're optimizing it with hashtags and titles and thumbnails. That's the educational side. And that's where, again, you really want to showcase your capabilities. So you want to talk about your target client's biggest problems. What are they trying to solve in 2023? What caused them the most pain and frustration last year that they're trying to move away from? If you can keep addressing that with your education market, they're going to feel like you understand where they're coming from and they're going to see you as the solution to their biggest problems, which is when, of course, they reach out to engage your services and move forward. And if you're consistent by introducing the lifestyle component, they're going to see you as humans that they want to connect with, they want to invest with, uh, they, they want to be a part of the journey with versus just a brand that's just out there in, in the online ether, which most companies are, to be honest. So you really want to start getting strategic about which sides of the coins you're going to play on. You can, of course, stay with your legitimacy content, which is the educational side and, and stay away from the lifestyle element. But if you really want to take people behind the scenes and peer into your world, then doing the stories and doing the lives and the lifestyle-based marketing, you can be just out grabbing coffee, you can be out and about, you can even introduce your family. Those are the sites of things that show your values. And when people see they have the same values as you, they connect and they go, we want to do business with people that share our values. And ultimately, you want clients that share your values because they're the ones that stay long-term, they're the ones that refer, they're the ones that pay the most versus someone that comes in with a different idea of what you're about. And then when they go through the solution or they go through the service, they buy the product, they have a different experience and it's not quite what they were thinking and it leaves a less than a 10 out of 10 taste in their mouth. So those are the two strategies I want to put on the radar and getting the balance right. Like I said, if you can chart with the lifestyle-based marketing on a daily basis, I know myself, I like to share things like from a personal brand perspective when I go for my runs and, and I put them online, I might share a few things going on with, with my son Bailey or my wife and we're doing cool things with that. There might be a little bit of business intertwined in there. We just did this, this just happened or we've got this coming up. Then also sharing the educational content pieces to the stories. So we've got that steady daily frequency of being on people's radars. So if they are looking for a particular solution that we can help with, they do think of our companies or at least myself first. So very powerful and highly recommend looking at that. And then having that frequency with your education-based content that either outperforms the competition because you're showing up more often, but more importantly, the quality, what you share and the problems that you solve is far greater than anyone else out there. So your perception that people have around your ability to help them goes through the roof compared to when they're looking at your number one competitor right now. And that's going to really be what ultimately separates you in the social world when you add the most value and you're that far apart just from the content that's going out compared to your competition. That's when things like price sensitivity get eliminated. It's when people actually aspire and want to transact with your company. And you also get those clients that are pre-sold and already in their mind are going to be long-term customers. So you get a much higher lifetime value. So it's a very short episode. Uh, I'm actually having a little break at the moment, but I wanted to make sure that we showed up consistently, uh, kicked off the year with some momentum, and we'll be back with some much longer episodes. So if you're just tuning in for one of the first times you're not following, make sure you do. There's a ton of other episodes uh, to go back and watch. I think we're up to around 14 or 15 now. Uh, some of those earlier episodes go into a lot of detail around strategies, particularly around marketing if you're looking for uh, growth in that area this year. 
And if there's any questions that you have, you can contact me in the show note, but we've got a big 2023 lined up and I'm really excited to develop the Marketing Business Wealth podcast and bring as much value as we possibly can.